Today on The Real Life Girl, we are talking about praying for an unsaved family member, what that feels like, and how to get through it. Welcome back to another episode of The Real Life Girl, or welcome if you are new. My name is Bianca, and I'm your host of The Real Life Girl with Bianca Sophia. This September will be one year of The Real Life Girls uh, podcast, which is so great and amazing. I remember starting this, I was so nervous. I didn't think that anyone would listen to it. And when I get people submitting voice notes, talking about the podcast, what episodes have helped them, that just makes it so much more worth it. I absolutely love hearing from people what their feedback is, good or bad, just because that helps me know what I'm doing and if the content that I like is making traction or if it can be better. So if you would drop a five-star review on this podcast, this really helps distribute it more onto mainstream media. And if you have any feedback, please feel free to drop it in the show notes. I've always placed my Instagram in the show notes, so if you ever want to DM me and just let me know what can be better, please do not hesitate to do so. So getting into today's episode, I'm talking about praying for an unsaved family member, and this topic draws really near to my heart just because it is something that I am very sensitive about because I have seen that firsthand um, very, you know, unfortunately, and it can be hard to move through, especially as someone who becomes highly anxious over little things that maybe don't deserve, you know, too much attention on. This was so hard on me um, about a year ago and just going through the motions, just seeking help and advice and wisdom from people who were also going through the same thing really helped. And I figured that we do talk a lot about faith. We do talk a lot about wisdom, about wellness and how to live your best life. Um, But it is time that we also get into the nitty gritty because I know that there are so many Christian women specifically who do face this issue in their own family Um, or they may even see it in their own friends, childhood friends or people that they've known for such a long time. So I wanted to delve deep into how to navigate this, how to get through this even when you feel it's something that will never happen, that is out of your control. Um, Even, you know, if you feel like you've been praying about it for such a long time and you just feel like God is not moving in it. So I'm talking about my own personal journey with this, how I moved through it and how I've become in a better place um, about this without, you know, becoming frustrated or anything of that nature. I've talked about my testimony on the podcast before, and I think I might do an updated episode on that just because there are so many things that like I have realized and, you know, that have come to fruition that at the time didn't. Um, But I got saved at the young age of 14, and it was a very pivotal moment in my life because I grew up in the church. I grew up um, you know, going to a Christian private school. So I always thought that like I had that relationship with God, um, only, you know, to find out that I didn't really know God. I thought I did, but I didn't. Um, so that was a huge thing for me. And that happened at such a young age. Um, and so from there I went through several seasons of like losing friends, of gaining friends, of, you know, going through, brand new things and, you know, just really enjoying life and what God had in store for me. Um, And those were things that I had never experienced before. And I totally want another person's feedback on this because I have heard from so many people like, you know, when you first get saved or, you know, you start to really pay attention to the plan that God has for your life, you start to want to become really forceful with that. Um, 
and at least that's just how you know what I went through is that I wanted all my friends and all my family to be saved and to experience like the great life that like I was experiencing because like I finally like discovered God's love for me um and deep down we all want love like even if you don't want a romantic relationship you still want friends and so I always wanted to have that like really good special bond with like my friends with my family and I felt like I couldn't because at the time I had so many friends that didn't know Jesus um I had family that didn't know Jesus and it was the hardest thing to realize like okay you know they're not in the same place as me and it's not so much of a like I'm holier than thou mindset it's more of just you want the best for the people that you love and so that was hard for me to go through and it caused me a lot of anxiety I would just cry at night because like that was you know deep down something that I really wanted um we all want the best for everyone and so that was so like it was really like so hard honestly um and so from there I sought wisdom and I went to my mentor um I met my mentor almost two years ago and she's like one of my like like best good friends like I can I know I can just tell her things that you know I wouldn't feel comfortable like you know sharing on the internet or different things and so I went to her and I said you know Alejandra I am really struggling with this one thing Um, And I opened up to her about, you know, my family not knowing Jesus, some of my friends. And um, it was so great because she shared her own personal battle with that as well. Being that she had family and friends that were also unsaved. We one, bonded over that. But two, we shared how we dealt with that, um, you know, in every single moment leading up to the conversation we were having. Um, And so she was able to tell me like, I know that it feels like things will never change, but I want to encourage you to never stop praying. I want to encourage you to never stop seeking, to never stop following God because you feel like he's not moving in this area of your life. Um, And that was huge because I think that, you know, I get into seasons and days where I feel like, oh, I don't want to read my Bible. You know, I I don't want to pray. I don't want to, you know, do this and that. And it's a lot of discipline. You know, the Christian life is a lot of discipline. Um, and I've never let my feelings get in the way of my faith. At least I've tried not to because deep down there is an enemy that does not want you to pray. There's an enemy that does not want you to read your Bible. And so when those feelings come over me, I'm like, oh no. And I rebuke those things in the Lord's name because they don't have a place in my life. And so, um, just number one, not feeling discouraged. If you feel like God is not moving in that area of your life, I want to encourage you to not lose faith because here's the hard truth. Just because it's taking a long time, maybe even a ridiculous amount of time, or you feel like it's never going to happen, doesn't mean that there's not something happening. You know, I went through so many days where I had thoughts in my head of being like, well, I'm never going to get this thing. You know, like I'm never going to have a family that truly loves the Lord. And I realized that, you know, why am I suddenly having all these thoughts? And sometimes, just sometimes, the enemy begins to plant different thoughts into your minds because he knows that there's something going on behind the scenes and he doesn't want you to see that. And that's the big thing about faith is that regardless of what's in front of you, I don't care. I don't care if the odds are against you. I don't care if um, they told you no. I don't care if you've been rejected, if you feel like things are just not happening for you. 
I want you to know that they are. I want you to know that God sees your heart. I want you to know that God will do it and that there's nothing he can't do. And so um, that was one thing of just not being so easily discouraged and really too feeling like, okay, you know, how can I go from there? How can I keep my spirits up? How can I stay strong through this? And how can I keep, you know, showing God, um, you know, to other people in my life? And so for me, that was creating more community that, um, you know, really helped in, in the sense of the podcast. I've had so many people that, you know, they've listened and we now have a personal friendship, which is so cool to me. Like, I don't know, that's like one of the really cool ways that you can make friends. Um, and, you know, just being really transparent about um, my testimony. I know that like I being that I share like absolutely everything on social media sometimes it's tempting to want to put on a front and want to you know make sure that everything is okay when it's not you know and so I've learned that you know if I can share my my struggles the things I feel like I'm fighting with that I'm dealing with um other people can begin to feel like okay I can be honest in the sense that you know if I'm going through something I can share those things as well um and so so far it's just been one not being easily discouraged continuing to pray to seek to fast to um really follow the lord and then number 2 it's just been sharing and continuing to be transparent about what i'm going through and so um from there she was able to tell me different things that um she's done with her family which is you know one like sharing the gospel which i think that that's a huge thing that i have to work on i'm speaking to myself in these things you know i never want like this podcast to be like yeah well i'm doing all these things and you guys need to do them too. Like, no, most of the time in these episodes, when I'm like talking about ways to improve yourself, like I am also talking to myself because I'm not better. I don't have my life together. Um, you know, and this is why we need Jesus. And also like, let's pause because my, it's raining now, which it never rains in Florida. So like one pivotal moment, but two, I don't know. I felt like it's a little bit of a background noise. So if that's why, that's why, but it's a perfect time to podcast. So let's just bear with me and keep this episode rolling um but yeah so a lot of that was just going through you know different ways that I can share Jesus better you know um there have been so many days where I I feel like okay I'm so impatient and I just want to scream at somebody because you know I'm frustrated or whatever um so there are a lot of times where I have to stop myself and say like okay am I showing God in this moment am I showing God to my family by doing this? And I'm careful with this because one, it is not your job to make sure that everyone is saved. It's not like not everyone's salvation is on your shoulders. You know, I want to make that very clear. But two, God has called us to represent him. God has called us to put on his character daily and apply his word to our life every day, you know, regardless of what we're feeling. So, um, I kind of had to create a balance with that, but I realized that the only person that I can control is me. And the best way for me to do so is to follow God's plan for my life. And what is a part of God's plan? Applying his word to my life, applying what he would want me to do, his scripture um, on my life. And so from there, I, you know, was really, I became really steadfast in my community. You know, my, my relationship with my family, um, meant so much. So like if any family member were to be like, Hey, like I need, you know, help with this. Like, even if it was the most convenient, like inconvenient thing ever, if it was the most difficult thing, like, yes, be sensible, but like two, also do what would Jesus do? You know, I've always thought about getting like the, what would Jesus do bracelets? 
which like I like a lot of people say like oh my gosh that's so corny but like really how many times do we ask ourselves what would Jesus do rarely ever and at least just that's me you know so I feel like having a bracelet like that would really help but I don't know another story for another day but yeah so it came down to talking about to myself like what can I do better and not in the sense of showing off or you know but when people look at me I want them to see God I want them to see the Holy Spirit. I want them to see Jesus and the work that he's done in my life. You know, we're a reflection of the Lord. We're not a reflection of ourselves. We're a reflection of the Lord. And so it's so important as Christians that we represent that part in our lives and that, you know, we talk about that and we talk about the gospel. Um, And it came down to what are creative ways that I can share the gospel Um, and so I've actually done this like maybe one or two times. I definitely need to do it more, but this was like when I was in school, when I was in high school and, um, when I was in high school, like we wouldn't have assigned seating. So like you could really just sit anywhere. Um, so what I would do from time to time is I used to, I'm a stationary person. So I used to carry like, um, like cardstock and like sticky notes and whatever. So I'd carry sticky notes and I would like write like Jesus loves you. Or I would write like, um, I don't know, like something of just being like, you know, God wants you to remember that he has made you, um, you know, fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, And so I'd write like little things like that, simple, but like really impactful, really effective and efficient and significant. And I would write those on sticky notes and I would either like just stick them like under a desk or like just somewhere I knew where people would get them. And that really helped. And I remember, um, in my youth group, I talked about the fact that I did this and so many people also started doing the same thing. And so it was also like a really pivotal moment because I got to share like, guys, like if you're feeling discouraged, if you're feeling like you don't know where to start in sharing God's word, start by this, like do something cute where you're, you know, like, I don't know, maybe you airdrop someone a, a Bible verse of the day. Like, come on, you know, technology is at our fingertips and it's so easy to do things nowadays. And so really there's no excuse. And so I started just doing little things like that. Um, if you know a friend likes a certain candy, I have like a lot of friends who like like Hershey bars or like M&Ms. Um, try like giving them a candy and putting a sticky note on it and just, you know, saying like, God loves you. Like it's so, it's super meaningful because hello, it's candy. It's, or it's something that they love. Like if it's a candle, like whatever, but it also has a really impactful and meaningful message. You know, sharing the gospel does not always have to be awkward. It doesn't always have to be something that is like weird or I don't know, it like creates like tension. Like, no, it's so easy. It's easier than we think. Um, and so those are just been little ways that, you know, was sharing the gospel that, it, that it made it easier for me. And, you know, I was also able to share that with so many friends and kind of like hopped on the bandwagon. So, so far it's been not being discouraged, you know, continuing to seek the Lord. Um, number two, it's been, you know, being transparent, being more honest. And number three, it's been, what can I do better to share the gospel? Um, so those are, you know, three ways so far that, you know, I had shared at the time that I was able to, you know, not really, um, drive myself crazy over this, but I know that praying for an unsafe family member or a friend can really cause a lot of anxiety, a lot of just mental internal thoughts. Um, so in ways that I battled that number one, I again opened up to, um, a mentor, 
you know, a counselor, anything like that, or just a trusted person in your life. Um, and that's what I also encourage you to do is that you, if you really feel like beaten up by this mentally, um, I encourage you to open up to any person, any like role model in your life that you really look up to. I think that that really does help in the sense that one, you're getting it off your chest. Um, and even if you don't feel like opening up to someone about it, journal about it and just get it out of your mind. Um, and so in that sense, that's where I really encourage you to be really transparent about the things that you're going through. Even if you don't want people to know that, forget about that and rather focus on, okay, this is what I'm opening up to, you know, in this moment. Um, that really helped to get it off my chest and to get my thoughts out and to, you know, basically do a big like word vomit. Um, that really did help. And number two was being proactive in the sense that like God calls us to be patient and to wait on him and to wait on his timing, but also to wait actively, you know? So while you're waiting, while you're being patient in the Lord, um, continue to share the gospel again continue to pray continue to fast continue to seek the lord and also i think this next one is like kind of a no-brainer but i would also look on youtube like you know tips to deal with like an unsafe family member or tips to you know or like i would i would like watch people's testimonials on that um there were like really uplifting ones and really like ones that would like really encourage me and then unfortunately to there were some that you know their family member passed away before knowing the lord and you know that was really upsetting but ultimately it helped me to understand that our god is a loving god that our god is a just god and that god only wants justice and that god only wants good and that god only wants his grace and his love and his favor on our world and so you know even if it ever came down to that point i was able to say like you know lord even if you don't do this, I trust you. Even if you don't do this, I love you. And even if you don't do this, I will follow you because I know that your ways are higher than my ways. And so I think that that's a great truth moment is that you genuinely sometimes in the Christian life have to stop and just remember, like even when everything in life is falling apart, even when things just are not working out for you, sometimes I just have to pump the brakes and get off the gas and remind myself God's character and remind myself who the God is that I'm serving. You know, I personally don't think that I'll ever understand who God is fully because he's so infinite. He's so much higher, but I do know him a great amount to where I know that he's loving. I know that he is encouraging. I know that he is graceful and that I know that he wants the best for me and that in any situation, whether I feel like he's answering my prayers or not, that he sees my heart and that he sees my mindset, that he sees where my thoughts are going. Um, and that is honestly so great as I love the intimacy. Like, And that's something also is like intimacy does not just have to be romantic. You can genuinely have intimacy with the Lord to where you can just pray to him with anything, you know. And one of my favorite quotes that I've actually created myself was, um, it goes, tell God things as if he doesn't already know. Everybody, you know, everyone always says like, oh, God knows everything. God sees everything. Yes, that is true. And I think sometimes when we're going through hard moments, when we're going through things that we feel like we'll never get out of, that we have a hard time understanding that God already knows, you know, so we don't 
think, okay, like, let me stop and tell God, like, you know, what are things, you know, what what's happening in my life? But I found that, like, I when I sit down in the Lord's presence and I tell God, like, God, you know, I'm frustrated because this is what it is. Like, I'm frustrated because this is happening and I'm upset because this is not happening and I'm bothered because whatever. And I genuinely sit down kind of like in a therapy session, you know, and I talk to God about what's annoying me and what's on my mind and who did what, you know, like I feel like so much closer to him, honestly. And I feel like, okay, like our relationship is actually strengthened. And so I don't know, but that's the one quote that like, you know, I've had to even like now I feel like, you know, I've been going through like just things like, like internal thoughts and just anxiety and all these things, you know, I've had to remind myself, like, have you told God about this? You know? And it's like, okay, like God knows, but like, have you told him, you know? So again, speaking to myself on this, but tell God things as if he doesn't already know. I think that especially in this circumstance, that really does help so much farther than we know. Um, And so as far as just dealing with this mentally, it definitely does take time, but I think actively waiting i think you know continuing to share the gospel continuing to seek the lord on this and also seeking wisdom from a mentor from a counselor from someone that you look up to um or even better if you know someone that has personally dealt with this that i know that that helped me a lot it helped to know that like my mentor also battled this and so she you know was able to sit down with me and say like okay you know i've also gone through this like let's dissect this together Um, it was a huge encouraging moment, you know, not feeling like, okay, well I have to give up and not feeling like it's impossible because there are so many victory stories. Um, and the last reminder that I want to leave you guys with today is that just remembering that at the end, God has victory, you know, like I think I have days where I feel like I, I win some and I lose some and I feel like, oh my gosh, you know, I totally lost today because whatever, this didn't, you know, work out or this, whatever, And like, I don't know, it's so comforting for me to understand like, hey, regardless of the days that I lose, the battles that I lose, or the days that I win, the battles that I win, like God has victory in the end, you know, and God never called me to win some and lose some, you know, but rather we're taking victory with the Lord. And so I think that that's so important to remember in any circumstance, in any situation that you're going through. Um, Yeah, and I think that, you know, whatever hardship that life throws at you just remember remembering that god is victorious at the end brings so much comfort it really does more comfort than we all know so that's this episode that's my take on praying for an unsaved friend or a family member um this is something that i'm still going through it's a constant construction zone for me but being able to share about this makes me feel so much better and i also want to hear your guys's personal opinions is this something that you are dealing with is this something that you have a personal testimony and if so feel free to um you know submit that in the question box below i really love hearing your guys's thoughts and what you guys think of the topics that i bring to the table um and also just on a personal level because i am always down for hearing someone's personal journey someone's personal testimony on something that i share with so Thank you guys so much for listening. I genuinely appreciate you so, so much. And with that being said, I will see you in the next episode.